Hey, what's up? This is Chris Gray, and you're listening to the ZFM Sport Podcast. And it's Messi! It is the cleanest of clean finishes from the best on the planet. It's time for the biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behavior. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport. Let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. It's a Friday. I'm not going to say it's a freaky Friday because I don't know what you're getting <laughs> up to. <laughs> but what, well, we what you're say, getting. <laughs> exactly. I'm just going to say it's a fire Friday here on ZFM Sport or ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. We've been doing this on this station for 10 years. Mike and I, of course, joining along the way. But ZFM Sport has been in subsistence for 10 whole years and continue. We maintain and uh, intend to continue doing it for many, many any more on the home front tonight? Chevron's bowling Richard Ngarava says there is mentality a mentality problem uh, with the top order as Zimbabwe succumbed to a crushing ten-wicket defeat against India in their first one-day international at Harare Sports Club yesterday. And the Castellaga Premier Soccer League takes a break this weekend as focus shifts uh, to the Chibuku Super Cup round of 16 ties, where traditional giants avoided colliding with each other in the knockout tournament. Those two elements are being where we'll camp out locally because uh, this weekend should be an absolute barn burner. Mike is here. Mike, my daughter, of course. Alois Bunjira, uh, Sean Tafirinik, our producer, and my name is Barry Manandi. But beyond the local news, we've got around the world in 60. We have updates from England, Saudi Arabia, and the United States. And then the second half of the show is the beautiful game. Our weekend preview kicks off in the Premier League where Manchester City head to St. James's Park to take on Newcastle United as the citizens go in search of a third straight win to remain unbeaten this season. In Spain's La Liga, Atletico Madrid and Villarreal will face off at the Wanda Metropolitano Stadium as both teams have had a flying start to their season after they brushed aside their opponents on match day one. We'll also head to Italy, Serie A action where defending champions AC Milan, the Rossoneri, began their campaign with a far from convincing victory over Udinese last weekend and their schedule does not get any easier with a trip to Atalanta on Sunday. The Warriors, the Chevrons, the Cheetahs, the Mighty Warriors, and the Sables. From the pool to the track to the field, we are Team Zimbabwe. The Home Front. Local sports news and analysis. Yeah, heard a lot of positive feedback on social media about the interview with Zinzan Brook, and you can catch it online. We are available as a podcast, and so you can listen to that interview as well as everything else we discussed on the show. Just search for uh, a ZFM Sport wherever you get your podcast. That's Apple, Google, Spotify, wherever it is, you will find us there. ZFM Sport. Right, let's get into it, guys. We're talking cricket first. Now, Chevron's bowler Richard Ngarava uh, says there is a mentality problem with the top all. 
order as Zimbabwe succumbed to a crushing 10-wicket defeat against NDA in their first one-day international at Harare Sports Club yesterday. Uh, Deepak Chahar's a probing new ball spell on his impressive return after six months, followed by a century stand between the inform openers hurtled Zimbabwe uh, to their 13th straight one-day international loss to India. The only batters to make any sort of inroads in this game for Zimbabwe, Richard uh, Regis Chakava, the captain, uh, 35, uh, Richard Ngarava with 34, uh, Axel Patel taking 3 for 24, and Deepak Chahar, like we said, uh, with that new ball, 3 for 27, uh, Prasid uh, Krishna taking 3 for 50, they split the, the, the wickets evenly amongst themselves, and also uh, no one actually uh, getting um, any sort of headway from the, the those bowlers apart from Krishna, and then they made facile work of the chase, 192, without loss in 30.5 overs, Shubman Gill now with 82 uh, not out and Shikha Dawan with 81 not out of course meaning that India won by 10 wickets now despite Zimbabwe's familiar top order failings Richard Ngarawa is confident the Chevrons have what it takes to beat India as attention shifts to the second one day international tomorrow we we actually still uh, confident that we can beat India but we need to just uh, work hard and stay positive always. It's all, it's all, it's all, it's all mental, and uh, just staying positive. And uh, obviously, facing the new ball, it's quite a difficult uh, task for the batters. But uh, I still beg my boys to do great. Uh, obviously, when you're batting, you need to be building more partnerships and staying on the wicket. And uh, obviously, when you're bowling, wickets are important in the power play or wherever you're bowling. And uh, dot balls also to create pressure. See. Now, Mikey, when you look at that uh, Zimbabwe uh, scorecard, you could literally turn it upside down and it'll look a little bit better. Uh, because uh, then you've <laughs> it'll got... It'll still be the same total. <laughs> it'll be the same total. Uh, but at least you'll have uh, more runs at the top of the order. Zimbabwe really struggling with that new ball. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and uh, we've been talking about the opening partnership for a while now, that uh, we we need to find solutions at the very top of the order because that sets the foundation uh, and sets the tone. Uh, they're they're going to have to look, depending on who picked obviously in this past game it was Innocent Kaia uh, and Tadiwanashe Marumani as well as uh, Wesley Madevido who came in at uh, first drop and uh, Sean Williams at number four they're going to have to look at the approach that the Indians used you take a look at their uh, openers Dawan and Gill they were very mm-hmm. cautious early on they respected the fact that it was a moving ball there was a bit of uh, seam movement there was a bit of swing out there right. so they were very circumspect uh, they were very uh, cautious initially and that's what Zimbabwe is going to have to learn that at this level of competition patience becomes a key part of the game knowing when to pick your moments knowing how to put away the bad balls and respect the good ones yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. that is what will set the tone for a decent totem I wouldn't want to put too much pressure on the Chevrons at this moment I know Richard Ngarawa says that he's confident that uh, we can beat India I don't share his confidence and yeah. I don't share his enthusiasm neither do I and, and that's not to say that I'm a pessimist uh-huh. uh, but uh, I, I, I've always respect the fact that uh, India chose a very strong squad to come to Zimbabwe. I know it doesn't have the likes of Virat Kohli and uh, some of the A-listers but when you run through the guys who are representing the Spice Boys Mm. uh, on this particular tour of Zimbabwe those are names that we are familiar with uh, from the IPL 
These are guys who are the second string, and the second string that India puts out is almost as good as any other team uh, anywhere in the world. So these are world-class players. What I want to see from Zimbabwe is the ability to compete, and secondly, the ability to turn this woeful batting performance round and register a meaningful score. So if we can turn this 189 into a 240, a 250, and still lose the game, mm. I'm happy with that. Yeah, if yeah. I see a couple of partnerships, especially at the top of the order, a couple of uh, improved batting performances from some of our senior players, mm. then I'm going to be happy. If we pick up a few wickets when India is is, is batting, yeah. I'm going to be happy because that is progress, that is development, and that is improvement. Is this our first test of character? Yeah, this is a, a test because uh, India is, is, with all due respect to Bangladesh and the likes of <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Nepal and uh, uh, Jersey and the United, United States, States of America, America. Uh, as well as the Dutch uh, that were here just uh, a few weeks ago. This is a different level of competition. Uh, these are highly competent cricketers, very uh, the, the, the highly skilled as well. Mm. And remember, these are cricketers as well who know that with a level of competition that exists in Indian cricket, that they need to put in big performances. Yeah, That's sure. why the likes of Shubh McGill was unwilling to throw his wicket away with yeah. gung-ho cricket at the top of the order because he knows that these performances, albeit against nations like Zimbabwe, they will eventually count when it comes to things like Asia Cup selection, yeah. World Cup selection, which is key for these players when they're playing for India. Yeah, certainly. So they're going to come out with guns blazing and hopefully Zimbabwe will show some sort of bite and bounce back ability. Right. Uh, uh, let us know your thoughts. 0731168045. That's our WhatsApp number and we can read out your opinion. Tawana Mapira has got in touch uh, from Uplands out in Waterfalls. He says, hi there, sports team. Getting you loud and clear. I'm particularly concerned with our top order batting, which has been performing way below average. The shoes of Brendan Taylor and Hamilton Masakata are proving too big to fill. Mm, yeah, and so it's it's that world class. Listen, you, I heard you talk about Wesley Madureira at uh, uh, first drop. That's a very important position, almost as important as our batting, uh, as our all rounder. Because uh, you, you almost say that Wesley is, is sort of like technically uh, our most sound oh, batsman. Uh, yeah. And I've got problems with that uh, yeah. simply because I just don't think he's got the experience. Yeah. Now, it's okay when you are sort of like uh, playing. And again, I'm going to rattle off the nations that we beat <laughs> last month. United uh, the United States, <laughs> Nepal, Netherlands. the Netherlands, ETC. Uh, those guys are bowling sort of like gentle military medium. Uh, you know, they are medium paces with all due respect. Yeah. Now, when you're up against these Chaha. Indian guys, Chaha, ETC, yeah. now... Those guys, Barry, though, those those are quicks. Yeah. Genuine quicks. Yeah. So your reaction speed is tested. Mm. Your coordination, hand-eye coordination mm. is tested. Yes. Your technique is tested. You're being asked to do everything that you do a lot quicker yes. than you normally do it. And so this is a higher level of competition. So I still have reservations around Wesley Madeviri coming in at first drop. You don't tell us who you are, but you say hi, despite the top order underperforming. The bowlers must also improve. The Chevrons should have at least picked three to four wickets with that score line on the board. Yeah, I do agree with you, of course, that we are looking for uh, a lot of improvements all round. A message here from Masasa. This is Rodney says, but surely, guys, we tend to play our best cricket. Can I am a one? Then we should save our best for last. Uh, I'm not uh, too sure what the message. Uh, um, I, I think I think he's referring to the rescue uh, acts that 
we managed to to perform against Bangladesh, those aren't going to always be be there for us. Listen, in in the T20s, you had Ryan Burl having a a, a bit of a, a a swing. You had Sekander Raza doing his bit. When you're playing the best, you're going to be tested throughout the order. Your team element. They, they, how they good is your you, team? Yes, that's going to be tested. They're not going to give you the rank half volleys. They're yeah, not going to give you, of chance. course, the wide ones uh, uh, off uh, off stuff that you can cut away to the boundary. Uh, half volleys that you can smack over the boundary, uh, over the bowler's head for yeah. six. You're not going to get a lot of those balls because these are some of the best cricketers that we are playing. And then uh, we'll just wrap up the uh, cricket messages here. It's Nguarai. How are you doing, Nguarai? Anze, a crushing defeat uh, for the Chevrons by India. The top order crumbled like a deck of cards and it'll take the mental, uh, mental tenacity to come back from this defeat. India is a world-class team and I foresee a whitewash in this series. But all we ask is for the Chevrons to put in a fight even mm. though we may be on the losing end. I will be happy. I agree with you, Moran. For factual. me, let's just make sure we are competitive and we improve game by game. Yeah, can you imagine what would happen if we're facing Jasper Bumra? Uh, that would be absolute a carnage. Anyway, the second one-day international between Zimbabwe and India uh, takes place tomorrow at RA Sports Club. The first ball will be bowled at 9.15. We will still back our boys. Hi, my name is Sean Williams, Zimbabwe cricket captain. You're listening to ZFM Sport. Z. Right, let's give you a local sports news roundup starting with netball where England based Zimbabwe netball team captain Felicitas Kwangwa believes the positive morale in the team will stand them in good stead ahead of the participation in the netball World Cup qualifiers which get underway in South Africa. Tomorrow Zimbabwe has been placed together with Tanzania, Botswana, Namibia and the host South Africa in Pool A while Uganda, Eswatini, Malawi, Kenya and Zambia are in Pool B. The two, top two teams from each pool will progress to the semi-finals while the remaining teams in each pool will play uh, across a pool classification matches for positions. In rugby news, top-level rugby returns to Hartsfield ground tomorrow with three games and a tag rugby exhibition match lined up. Old Hararians will face a Bulawayo select side in one of the key games of the weekend and will make the trip along with Harare Sports Club, Harare Pro and FS Raiders. Bulawayo selects head coach Ruben Kompasam says he is happy with his size preparations ahead of the tie against the Northerners. We wrap it up with mixed martial arts news with Zimbabwe star fighter Tim Bagorimbo has edged closer towards his dream of becoming the first ultimate fighting championship champion, UFC champion from Africa after he was awarded a contract in the UFC's welterweight division. The 31-year-old becomes the second Zimbabwean fighter to be signed up by the Las Vegas-based promotion company after New Zealand-based Mike Mateta became the country's UFC trailblazer last year. Do not touch my radio. My name is Rune Shamba, my tourist super striker. You're listening to ZFM Sports. Faro to Butterfield, Mandava to Nyamunga. All the perfect moments in the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League come together on ZFM Sport. 
All right, now the Casa Lager Premier Soccer League takes a break this weekend as focus shifts to the Chibuku Super Cup round of 16 ties where traditional giants avoided colliding with each other in the knockout tournament. The top eight teams as of week 17 in the league are seeded clubs with home field advantage this weekend. It's great that it's knockout football that is back. Remember, we played in the mini-league format when it was COVID time. So it's back in the knockout format. Here are your fixtures in round one tomorrow it's Chicken in taking on Harada City at Luveve while at Mandava it's uh, FC Platinum taking on 10x Black Rhinos will entertain Caps United at Vengere while Ngezi Platinum Stars uh, take on Herentals at Baobab all games kicking off at 3pm Sunday it's Bulaya Chiefs versus FPC Kariba at Luveve while Manika Diamonds entertain Yada at Vengere uh, Dynamos collide with Wawa at the National Sports Stadium while at Gibo Stadium it's a triangle taking on Highlanders uh, uh, all the way from Bulaya of course uh, SC Platinum versus 10X SC Platinum we'll talk about them on the basis that they are the defending champions uh, um, uh, Norman Mapeza he's got his side you got to say if if there ever was a soft landing in a tournament like this 10X is probably it with respect to 10X yeah no disrespect yes <laughs> but uh, it is what it is you know I think uh, SC Platinum are, are too strong for are too strong for, for 10X I see them, like you are saying a uh, soft landing uh, for FC, FC Platinum last eight is beckoning for them and I think that they will sail through uh, well, they're likely to sail through the other game of course uh, Pitts Black Rhinos and uh, Caption Island Caption Island coach Lloyd Chitembwe uh, wants a good run in the Chibuku Super Cup to redeem a season which hasn't gone <laughs> according to plan in the league yeah, I think clearly we have had a very a very very disappointing uh, season and um, and uh, our opponents uh, Rhinos I think they've had the opposite of what we, we experienced during the first half of the season. They've had a very good uh, first half of the season. So the expectation is, is, is a very a difficult game. But all the same is, is, is caps. The responsibility will never change. You know, regardless of competition uh, that we play, you know, we have a duty, we have a responsibility to go out there and, and try and win the match. Uh, yeah, um, there was a there was a movie called uh, Road to Perdition. I think it was a western. Uh, this one, I think, is Lloyd was Road to Redemption, isn't it? The Chubuku Super Cup. Yeah, absolutely. I think this is the sort of thing that could just help, uh, I think, get the fans on site, uh, give them a sense of belief, a good cup run. Uh, you can never take league form uh, when it comes uh, to cup competitions because uh, it's a different competition altogether. That's why even in European football, we've seen the likes of Wigan Athletic get yeah, to the FA yeah, Cup final yeah. uh, at the expense of the bigger team. So whilst Caps United have not been playing well in the league, it's also important to acknowledge that they seem to have turned a corner uh, in the last two months where they have now been getting your draws they've now converted draws into wins Yes. so I don't think there would have been a lot of teams out there who would have been comfortable drawing Caps United in this cup competition so uh, Black Rhinos again even from a traditional perspective in recent years they've struggled yeah, uh, yeah. to get a result versus Caps United so I actually have Caps United going into this fixture as favourites yeah and, and I'd agree with uh, Mike because also listen not only the head to head but also the fact that in knockout football it's your ability to score and 
Hold what you have. Lloyd Chamberlain, Captain United, have proven that over and over again. How many games have they won 1-0 in this good run that they've had? Yeah, they, they look solid. You know, uh, they actually look like uh, they uh, uh, a side that is capable of uh, maintaining and containing a lead. Uh, like uh, like Max said, I think, I, I also think that they're favourites, you know, going uh, going into this match. But I just, my only wish was that with that current, current form, I wish they were playing at a better field. At a better stadium. Oh, Vengere, you know, you're unhappy with Vengere. Now it's really cabbage. You know, I think cabbage is actually um, <laughs> putting it mildly. Potato Yeah, potato pack. Yeah, with the. With the, with the That's been harvested. Yeah, you, you see that one that has stayed, potatoes that have stayed outside the house for two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, they, they're like. Uh, but dry, it's dry down. Now, we we have, we have homologated that stadium needs to be questioned. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know what? Uh, I think both teams are going to play on the same surface. Yeah. So, yeah. They, so they, it's, they, it's, they're going to have to make a plan. Yeah, it's not going to be according to form. That's my problem. Now yeah. it's not going to, it's going to be ding-dong football. Yeah. And uh, if we ever play this money game in that field, then they're going to take it, care it of certainly, it. It certainly does uh, kill our football. However, uh, Black Rhinos will be a little bit happier. I think they played more games at, at uh, Wenger. Uh, so they might be a little more comfortable on that surface at Avengere Stadium. Capture United will need to get used to it and used to it fast. Dynamos, the entertain Wawa are on the surface that is at the National Sports Stadium. Their coach, Dynamo, uh, Dynamo's coach, that is, uh, Twindirain Diraya, is weary of, uh, quote, a stubborn Wawa ahead of the two teams clash. It's going to be a different uh, platform altogether. This is a cup match. Uh, teams will give everything on the day for them to progress. So, we wait to see what Wawa are going to throw at us, but uh, we are fully prepared uh, for anything. If anything, we are actually go, going to throw um, throw things at, at Wawa. See. Uh, stubborn might not be the, the the term that I would use to to say Wawa. What I what I have realized is that Wawa is playing almost like the Chevrons with freedom and abandon. They just enjoy themselves. Don't I, they? I think they've embraced the opposition. Uh, they're uh, they're at the mm. bottom. They're the baseball yeah. boys uh, <laughs> in the league. Uh, they they're also um, you know. You take a look at their recruitment. Uh, they, they recruited a lot of young players. Young players. Uh, yeah, yeah. A lot of developmental players. Uh, and kudos to them for giving them an, an opportunity and giving them a stage. Uh, and uh, they've been playing some really good football. But the problem is, I think Varbujiro uh, Abonzo yeah. in, in our league. And uh, I think against Dynamos. And we know Dynamos is, a, first of all, a big team. Yes. Uh, when it comes just to just physical size. stature, yeah. size, the likes of Makarati, mm. uh, you know, the likes of Api. Yeah, yeah, at the back. Those yeah. are Otomo, big boys. Yeah, Otomo, Otomo is all there. Yeah. The Nigerian um, up front God knows as well. He, can uh, God knows where he, 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 he can scrappy, mix yeah. it with, mm. with the best as well. So, uh, Dynamos, I think, will go into this game. They, they'll try, of course, and dominate physically, but they'll also try and dominate on the ball. I think uh, Wawa are going to... They're going to get on the ball. They yeah. will attack because yeah. we've seen Wawa. Whenever they get into possession, they are not a negative team. No. When they do have the ball, they actually seek to fashion out chances. Yes. So I think for the neutrals, this may be entertaining depending on how long Wawa is able to keep Dynamos out. Yes. Uh, because if they're able to keep Dynamos out for long periods, they may be the old 
doubts that may start creeping into Dynamo's game again because remember the likes of Bulawayo City were able to come and disrupt Dynamo's uh, just at that period where uh, Twandera Indiraya started to have fans protesting against him but uh, Dynamo's should be too good yeah. uh, for Wawa they should be able to get the win in this game uh, and move to the uh, next stage of the competition especially if you consider that uh, this is at the National Sports Stadium yeah, they're, yeah. They're, 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 home, they're home patch at the moment and Mike talks about having a plan to stop Dynamo's from getting that first goal and I would assume that Luke Pet- Petros in his match match plan would have considered stop Dynamo's from transitioning in attack because Dynamo's doesn't mind not having the ball but when they do have the ball they try to use it effectively so if they can manage that that transition and make sure that they slow Dynamo's down wow has it got a chance in this game yeah I think uh, that's what they need to do they need to uh, keep it at 0-0 for as long as they can you know but uh, but I, I, I agree that you know what they've accepted their position that you know what we are we're not the big boys of this league you know I, I, I honestly hope that they, it's a project that they're doing I, I hope that they didn't just recruit the youngsters because they didn't have the means of uh, salaries and everything. I hope that it's a project that they can actually feel safe, that you know what, let's just play well, to the best uh, of our ability and go back to the first division yeah. with the same squad, mm. grow bones or ruptor and a mic. needs to grow. When it grows, then they come back, yeah. they'll be better. Imagine when they go back, they come back, they'll, that'll be like two, two and a half seasons. Yeah. Together with the, boy, with the boys, they can actually be a better they'll, they'll team. So, be a so for me, I, I don't think they're, they're fighting for much mm. in, the, in the Premier League at the moment. They we, just, yeah, I, I think they're yeah. just looking to get uh, miles uh, yes. Uh, yes. under the hood. And, and yes. It's just for uh, them to get experience. Yeah, yes. get experience. And, but then, can they hold on to those players? Uh, the, the, the that's what I mean. That's what I'm yeah. challenging. Asking, that, uh, I think they signed a, a, a partnership agreement with Legends Academy, mm. uh, where the like the Mapua brothers, uh, Callum Hudson, uh, Callum Hudson, Callum Callum English Brown, all of them are Legends Academy graduates. Uh, so the question uh, would be whether the agreement then uh, facilitates for them to be used in Division One. And, and, and as also, well, how, yeah. how much uh, input do they have uh, at Legends Academy mm. to make sure that uh, that project yeah. uh, is being yeah. run well? Yes, that project is producing yes. good enough that's players hope, to be turned into premiership players yeah, that's it, uh, because that's you can it. just sign a, a partnership with with anyone to yeah, yeah, yeah. but I think you've got to have an interest around what, doing, yes. what they are doing mm. at that level yes and how those players mm. are being prepared so it's time it's a knockout tournament yet again and we're so pleased about that there's nothing better than knockout football in football let's go around the world in 60 we got stops in england in saudi arabia and we'll stop in the good old us of a hi my name is ryan kens sunshine tour professional golfer and you're listening to zfm sport around the world in 60 seconds international sports news Takeoff is in England where the hosts were blown away to lose the first test against South Africa by an innings and 12 runs inside three days at the home of cricket, Lords Cricket Ground, needing 161 to make the Proteas of South Africa bat again. The home side crumbled to 149 all out to suffer their first defeat of the Ben Stokes-Brenda McCullough era. It was not a loss caused by the swashbuckling approach.
Djokovic uh, that brought four wins at the beginning of the European summer, but a timid surrender to some magnificent Proteus bowling. Let's go to Saudi Arabia where Ukraine's defending champion Alexander Ushek is favoured to win the Rage of the Red Sea uh, heavyweight world title rematch with Britain's Anthony Joshua in Jeddah tomorrow. Joshua expects a 12th round war where the IBF, WBO and WBA heavyweight titles are all on the line. Quick win here, Barry. Yeah. Anthony Joshua's going to win this one, really, because, you know, you lose to Ushak at twice. Twice. It's, a, uh, it's, it's, it's pretty much curtains because uh, everybody... Uh, Anthony Joshua is, is like Marmite. Uh, mm. There's no in-between. You either love him or you hate him. Uh, and a lot of people are asking questions. Even those that love him are asking questions to say... Is he really good enough? Is, is he really at the level that we think that he is? And he's got to do it tomorrow to prove that he is. Uh, another loss, I th- I'm, I'm afraid, it might be curtains for this career. Oh, we touched on in the United States of America where Keegan Bradley holds a one-shot lead after the opening round of the BMW Championship in Delaware. The American who won the event in the year 2018 mixed eight birdies with a lone bogey on his way to an opening round 64 at Wilmington Country Club, giving him a narrow advantage over former world number one Adam Scott. Action in the BMW Championship continues throughout the weekend. Fan zone. Get in touch with the team and have your say your way. Operator. We kick off with the IC out in Bullies, Contutu, uh, and he says that if we're deaf, uh, even Wesley Madevera would be dropped. He averages less than 10 in his last 13 one-day international innings after averaging 38 in his first eight. Damning statistics, man. Yeah, damning, damning statistics. And that's the only way we can measure batters. And uh, right now, it's not going well for Wesley. So why is he batting at number three? So why three? is he batting? That's the question. <laughs> why is he batting at number three? Yeah, and, and you see, the thing is that you need to, to put in the performances to justify your inclusion. And at yeah. number three, he's just not the man. A Parker has got in touch. Say, so Bazball fizzles out as soon as they meet a bowling attack that's clocking 140 plus, uh, 140 kilometers an hour plus. Is it too early to write it off? Because it's just the first test match. It's, it's too early to write it off, number one. Number two, you've got to understand that Bazball, I don't think... And any team that plays with the expression and freedom that Bazball espouses, you're going to get up and down results. It's, sometimes it's going to work, sometimes it's not. But it's going to work more often than not is the hope. We'll see what, what, what the deal is. All right. That's a high Z team. Uh, firstly, I want to ask for advice. My fantasy team is in a shambles already. <laughs> and also, what do you think with Over my hand? Chelsea, Tanaka. I, I, I want to address the first one. <laughs> I'm do like, you? Yeah, <laughs> my fantasy is in a shambles. Mine I shut my good. account this past week. <laughs> I, I was so disappointed with how things panned out in week two. I was like, I can't, I can't give myself the, no, the, the headache. Yes. I had my greatest start of chasing deals. Fantasy. Oh. I had my greatest no, start. Fa- fantasy has not been good because I think the big 
time players haven't come to the party as yet. I mean, you were telling me about Haaland. Haaland, how many touches? He had eight touches in his eight last game. Eight touches, guys. Come on. He did and score. AJ is not fast like his opponent and his chin is not that strong. Uh, for him to win, he must use his killer punch and tall advantage. And of course, uh, that uh, height advantage will give him uh, a bit of a reach. Hansi, uh, doesn't Liverpool need a couple of reinforcements in midfield? That message is coming in from Tonde Barry very quickly on that one as we wrap up the fan zone. Your thoughts on uh, the midfield options in Liverpool? Um, considering the injuries that are there. Yeah, you, you can't legislate for the injury injuries that have taken place, but I think that uh, uh, Klopp has got to either stick or twist, and I think he's got to twist. He's got to at least bring one midfielder through the door, uh, even if it is just a squad player. Uh, it'll assist if this should happen. But, but, but we, we, we've, we've known Liverpool, uh, Alois, not to buy for the sake yeah. of buying. Yeah, they true. never buy. Yeah. If it's outside of their plans, they won't buy. Yeah, I think I think they will, they will, they will, they will weather the storm. Uh, for me, I think that's what they're going to do. They will, they will just hold on and hope that uh, two, three players get recover fast enough and they go on. I don't think they go into the market to buy a replacement just for temporary reasons. Uh, Harry in Westgate says, Hi Z Squad, the best in the land. What's your take on the Manchester United signing of a Casemiro? Well, we'll be giving you that in the beautiful game, which is up next. Your, your hit mu- music station. My station. Your station. It's everybody's station. Z FM Stereo. The big leagues, the big teams, the big players. The beautiful game on ZFM Sport. All the rivalry. Goal for Liverpool early on Derby Day. All the stars. Cut back and De Bruyne. He made that look easy and I promise you it wasn't. And all the game-changing moments. Aubameyang, can he find a way through? You bet he can. That is top, top class. All the updates from the Premier League on ZFM Sport. Manchester City, the champions, head to St. James's Park to take on Newcastle United as the citizens go in search of a third straight win to remain unbeaten this season. While Newcastle are a new look outfit thanks to new investment, Pep Guardiola's men will be brimming with confidence ahead of the game as City have won the last five Premier League meetings with Newcastle by a combined score of, wait for it, 22-3. Now let's get the Premier's thoughts from City manager Pep Guardiola and then the new. Newcastle United manager Eddie Howe. What happened in the past is the past. That doesn't mean it's going to happen again in a good way, in a bad way. We have a bad, bad results in the last years against that team. It doesn't mean nothing for me. Tomorrow's another game. So. And uh, I'm pretty sure Newcastle is a project not for one season or two seasons, they want to be sustainable for the, for many years and we have seen in England this transfer window, so many teams spend a lot and when they decide to do the transfer they have done it because they believe it's the best, I'm not the guy who has to judge them, but I think they are here to stay here I think it's a must really for us to get a result I think um, we need to create the kind of atmosphere that opposing teams on a regular basis don't want to play in, and I think we've done that unbelievably well the supporters have backed us they've um, hopefully enjoyed what the team's given them and they've responded but in games like this they're, they're very unique games we're going to need that right from kickoff. but we, we're going to need to bring the energy ourselves we're going to need to um, uh, keep the 
crowd in the game for as long as we can. Z. Well, uh, Pep Guardiola side have been uh, mightily impressive in the first two games of the campaign, dispatching West Ham United and Bournemouth at 2-0 and 4-0 respectively. You've got to say, Barry, that uh, this is probably their first decent test. I know you can take a look at West Ham, but I thought West Ham didn't have the best of preparations. No, they didn't. They haven't got their house in order as far as signings are concerned and bedding in new players. Yeah. So they were always going to be in a sticky spot. But Newcastle looked like they've had a very good preseason, and they've also started off decently well, especially yeah. defensively. Yeah. I think this is a decent test for Man City. It's going to be a decent test uh, for City. I think that uh, they uh, are going to have to think about it a little bit more. I think it's certainly going to be more of a challenge uh, than Bournemouth put up uh, against them. Um, and and I foresee a game that's entertaining, uh, that'll go from end to end because Eddie Howe is not a manager who sits back. Uh, he likes to control the ball as well, get on the ball. Uh, so this one is going to be a tough one. However, I think that City still has a little bit extra in its uh, arsenal and can uh, get a result against uh, Newcastle, a positive result against uh, Newcastle. Well, they're going to have to be the first side to breach Newcastle because Newcastle are yet to concede after they beat Nottingham Forest 2-0 and then they had a goalless draw versus a very good Brighton side last weekend. And all focus, Alois, will be on Haaland, uh, the number nine that's coming through the doors at Man City. Uh, First game of the season looked really good. This last game looked really bad. Just eight touches in the box. He's still finding his feet at Man City. Yeah, you know, to be honest, I, I actually, uh, as, as a fan of Haaland, I was excited, you know, bittersweet. I was excited that he had a shocker in that game because it's a, a wake-up call. Because it, it went too good, too soon in the first game. And then probably he was not going to work. You would think everything was just going to happen. So that was actually a wake-up call that, <laughs> my boy, we're in the Premier League. Yes, you need to you work. work hard. Yes, yeah. you need to work harder. You need to work. So I think he now he knows that you want look, you didn't do well against a, a, a smaller team. There are bigger challenges that are coming. Like you're saying now, Newcastle is actually a bigger challenge. Is they are not the biggest challenge anyway. There are still games like against Liverpool, against your Chelsea, mm. against your Arsenal. So now he got that wake up call that if you can struggle against Bournemouth, my friend, they yeah. still a Chelsea, yeah, they still they, a Liverpool. They, they, they're tougher, tougher yeah, games so to come. it's good for him. So I. I hope that you know our eyes will be on him to actually see that did he learn his lesson in the last game and he can be sharper this time around. All right, let's take a look at the other Premier League fixtures uh, from this weekend. Tottenham versus Wolves. Crystal Palace uh, are way, uh, entertain Aston Villa in London. Everton uh, welcome Nottingham Forest at Goodison Park. Whilst at the Cottage is Fulham versus Brentford in a London derby. Leicester versus Southampton. Arsenal uh, travel to Bournemouth. Whilst Chelsea travel up north to Leeds. West Ham versus Brighton. And of course Newcastle United versus Man City. Monday night, of course, is the big one. Manchester United uh, welcome Liverpool to Old Trafford. We're not going to preview that game. We'll do that for you on Monday. But a quick update, of course. United closing in on uh, Real Madrid midfielder Casemiro in a deal uh, reported to be worth an initial 60 million, rising to 670 million euros if all clauses and conditions are met. The Brazil international is reported to have agreed a four-year contract at Old Trafford in a deal that was, of course, um, negotiated. Negotiated by United's football director John Myrtle. Uh, so 
A very good signing for me. When I take a look at this, he brings in a lot of experience. He brings in a lot of leadership, Alois. Uh, and of course, he plays as a holding midfielder. That's a place that United has been singularly lacking in the last couple of seasons. Good bit yeah, of business. Most definitely. I think this is good business for Manchester United. Not just for last season, not just for previous season. For, for a, a few good years, Manchester United have struggled with a holding midfielder. And they ended up playing two players. You remember we were discussing about it. Mm. That you know what? They end up playing two players in one position. This guy can stand on his own. So I think this is actually a very good signing. And he has got leadership. He is mm. a winner. He has won the Champions League. And the fact that he is coming from a Champions League winning side to a team that is not in the Champions League, it means he's coming. He wants to come and play football. Right. You come and play football. So, so, so I think so, so, it's so, really so good. There's someone who doesn't agree with you, that doesn't tell us who they are, Barry. Uh, they say, I don't understand this transfer. Why not go for Ruben Neves, who is five years younger, uh, and you know you've got a DM for at least 10 years for almost the same money? Yeah, um, that, that, that's one angle, and I, I sort of agree with that because at 30 so years is old... is signing... Are really about plugging the hole but it's also it's, it's a double-edged sword in that you're plugging a hole with a good player world-class player yes, one sure. of the best in that position yeah. but also trying to appease the fans, the fans yes. with a world-class signing 100% and the sharper side is the issue about the fans uh, because he's going to create uh, a- excitement around the club yeah. as well my challenge is that I think that the, the, the balance of the team still needs to be addressed because yes you're removing the element of having a double pivot in, in uh, McTominay and Fred uh, uh, and then having one guy who can stand there and and uh, then you've got roving eights uh, in front of him. However, you still have a front line that doesn't have the mobility, doesn't have the work, doesn't have the ability to, to, to uh, hold a team up. So Casimiro himself might struggle in that position. The league that makes football all so beautiful. Where artistry and strokes of genius are the order of any day. Where the game is played with a smile and Luis Suarez adds some bite. Suarez! Oh, superb! Two goals in barely a minute! All the news from the Spanish La Liga on CFM Sport. We are in Spain now. We're Atletico Madrid and Villarreal. The yellow submarines will face off at the Wanda Metropolitano as both teams have had a flying start to the season after they brushed aside their opponents on match day one. Morata's return to Atletico saw him scoring a brace as uh, Atletico defeated Getafe 3-0. Whereas Villarreal made short work of Valladolid on their trip to the northwest. Uh, very interesting game, this one. Uh, it's not, of course, uh, top of the crop. Uh, Alois in terms of the entertainment that comes out of Spain uh, but a lot of people eager to see if Atletico Madrid will be able to last the distance this time around last season there was almost a feeling that it was a bit too easy for Real Madrid yeah I, I, I think the Atletico deceived people at the beginning of the season last season as former looked, champions yes you know? yeah. they looked like they were going to carry on and do because they didn't change their squad a lot mm. so we remember we the preseason analysis will say that they are the only side that didn't change their squad that much. They actually basically had the same squad and they deceived us and they, they crumbled. <laughs> so I'm, I'm not so sure. They've started well, yes. Uh, I hope that Morata keeps on scoring. You know, he still needs to 
to impress me, mm. he, he really needs to, well, to show me that he's, he's got a race. So he did. That's, that's yes. all he can do, so, Alois. Exactly. So that I want him to keep on doing it. I want him to Regularly. keep on doing it. Yes. But let's see how they go. But they still a strong side they can still fight for the championship let's see how they do in the next few games absolutely and of course uh, all eyes will be on Robert Lewandowski to see if he gets off the mark for Barcelona uh, and uh, Barcelona are away at a very plucky Real Sociedad if you're looking for Real Madrid they are away at Celta Vigo and then Sevilla are taking on Real Valladolid in tonight's action that is your action out of Spain The Nerazzurri, the Black and Blues, Inter Milan. Barella, and of all the people, of all the people, Arturo Vidal. The Giallo Rossi, the Yellow and Reds, AS Roma. Pedro, he'll have a go, oh. and scores! Sensational goal from Pedro, as Roma doubled their lead in the derby. La Viola, the purple ones, Fiorentina. Great support play, wonderful goal, and Castrovilli 2-2 two two for him. What a fine breakaway goal from Fiorentina. The Bianconeri, the black and whites, Juventus. Ronaldo seals yet another three points for Juventus. Tough yet colourful, the best of Italian football on Z. Your Serie A fixtures, the, the key ones, the Internationale versus Spezia, Napoli versus Monza, uh, and of course, uh, Empoli will take on Fiorentina, Torino versus Lazio. Juventus play on Monday. We'll, of course, talk about that game uh, on Monday. Uh, but the big game this weekend, Atalanta versus AC Milan and the defending champions, Milan, begin their campaign, began their campaign with that far from convincing victory versus Udinese, and they Things will not get easier, Barry, when they take on an Atalanta side that normally punches above their weight. They're going to have to have an improved performance. Yeah, they're going to have to uh, have a con- uh, uh, a very much pre- improved performance. Also an Atalanta side that uh, plays very well in Bergamo. Uh, they, they, they've had seasons where they play well uh, home and away, but now I think it's more about uh, the comforts of home. Uh, so AC Milan travelling there, it's going to be a little bit tough for them. Uh, Giampiero Gasparini, we know, uh, prepares his side very, very well. AC Milan, they'll know what's coming. Uh, and the question is, can AC Milan breach a very very good Atalanta side and uh, everyone wants to see if uh, AC Milan uh, whether it just wasn't uh, hitting a high last uh, season Alois uh, they want to see consistency uh, they want to see AC Milan there again at the business end of this particular season we have seen Roma has improved they've signed some really good players but Juventus especially if you take a look at the Juventus signings and their squad uh, you've got to say that they're probably favourites uh, for the Scudetto but AC Milan as champions uh, a lot of people eager to see if they're able to maintain the standards they set last season. Yeah, I'm also eager to see that, Mike. But uh, my 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 um, my happiness or my my, my positiveness from that as in a similar find that is is because we didn't expect them to win this Scudetto last season. We were thinking that they were building to this season now. I think that's the season that I was expecting them to actually challenge. Now they won the, the league last season. I think they should be better off this season around. Yes, they didn't start well, but I actually believe that they need to be better. 
this season. And I hope that they are consistent enough to defend their title. Right. Uh, let's give you the rest of your big fixtures out of Germany as well as France. Uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach uh, versus Hertha Berlin at the Westfalenstadion. Uh, Dortmund to entertain Werder Bremen. Wolfsburg versus Schalke. Fia Union Berlin versus Leipzig. And Bayern Munich are away at Bochum in France. Lyon versus Troyes. Monaco versus Lons. Marseille versus Nantes. Strasbourg versus Reims. And Lille versus PSG. Over in South Africa in the DSTV Premiership, your key fixture Swallows versus Amazulu. Usutu. Sekukude United. They entertain Mamelodi Sundowns. Kaiser Chiefs versus Richards Bay. And then the big game of the weekend. It's Super Sport United. Welcome Orlando Pirates uh, to the Lucas Masterpieces Moripe Stadium in Attridgeville, Pretoria. Yes, I've got. If you check our social media credentials, yeah. <laughs> we'll be able to post that for you. And then as we wrap it up, um, just uh, some messages here. As the uh, high ZFM sports team, I worry about Casemiro in the Premier League with the referees like Anthony Taylor. That is more from uh, Rua uh, and then uh, another message here Casemiro is good why don't people appreciate he won't struggle that's a lie that's grey in high fields but Mike yes. Casemiro is hard he mm. is rough but we have always said that the English Premiership is actually the the tough one, mm. unlike in Spain. So I think he but, should be comfortable. But with I think he England. should be cleverer with his fouls. He yes. commits, yes. Oh, yeah, he commits course, a yes. lot of fouls. I, I felt in Spain he always got away with a because lot. Because he was playing for yeah, the Yeah, but uh, I think now with these English referees and the way that they view foreign players, yes. I think yeah, he's going to have to be streetwise. Yeah. 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 Especially Anthony Taylor. Yeah, that, that, that listener. Uh, Andy Taylor's a very soft ref. All right, we got to go. We're back on Monday. Don't miss the show. May God richly bless you. That's my story. And I'm sticking to it. Monday, out. And it's Messi. It is the cleanest of clean finishes and the best on the planet. The biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners. Of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behavior. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. Hi, this is Mike Madod, and you can catch me and the team for all the latest breaking news out of the world of sport, local as well as international, on your favorite station, my station, your station, ZFM. We are Z Team on ZFM Sport. Z.